Welcome to Beyond the Walls with Jeremy Thomas. Today we have a small taste, an appetizer, a short snippet of one of Jeremy's recent teachings covering the key point or key doctrine from that sermon. It's a short, easy to digest, and encouraging sample from a bigger lesson. We hope you enjoy it. How about 1 John 5, 16 and 17? 1 John 5, 16 and 17. This is a little bit different uh, type of passage. This is the one that's known as sin unto death. The sin unto death. And this was also brought to someone by someone here. So we'll definitely want to cover all those. 1 John 3. And it's very helpful to, to go through these and understand what they're talking about just for reading the Bible. Um, some people, of course, say, well, a sin unto death means you can sin and the death is, you know, you're eternally lost. You know, you've lost your salvation. 1 John five sixteen, If anyone sees his brother committing a sin not to death or not leading to death, he shall ask. Uh, let me ask, how would you know, first of all? How, how would you know if someone committed a sin unto death? This is if you see your brother committing a sin not to death. Physic, physically death, right? <laughs> like he didn't die physically. He did this sin and he didn't die physically. Otherwise, you couldn't know. I mean, did he lose his eternal life? How could you see that? <laughs> Who is seeing that? Nobody could see that. So it's very clearly... A sin unto death is talking about sin unto physical death, not sin unto spiritual death or losing your, your salvation, right? So if anyone sees his brother committing a sin not to death, he shall ask, you know, which is a prayer word, I tell you, pray to God for him to give life to those who commit sin not to death, you know, preserve his life. There is, then he says, there is a sin to death. Well, how would you know? If they died. Well, do we, have, this is, this is, do we have any examples of, of this in the Bible? Um, sure. How about Acts 5? Let's just look at that one real quick. It's uh, remotely, it's remote, it's not too remote from where we are. So Acts 5, this is in the early church, and you have um, Ananias and Sapphira, right? They sell a piece of property in verse 1, and it says they kept back some of the price for themselves, and, and his wife had full knowledge of this, and they brought a portion of it, and they laid that portion at apostles' feet. So here's a portion of the proceeds from the sale of this, this great big property we sold. And uh, we learn later in the passage that you know, what they had done is said that we giving you, we're giving you all the proceeds from the sale. But they didn't, right? They just took a portion. And, and so they said it was everything, but it wasn't. It was a lie. So in verse 3, Peter said to Ananias, Why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and to keep back some of the price of the land? While it remained unsold, did it not remain your own? I mean, it was your property. You could do whatever you want with it. He says, And after it was sold, was it not under your control? Why is it that you have conceived this deed in your heart? You know, the, the, the deed to tell Peter, this is the whole proceeds of the sale, when it wasn't. So why have you conceived this in your heart, he asked. You've not lied to men, but to God. Verse 5, and as he heard these words, Ananias fell down and breathed his last. A sin unto what? Death. Now, his wife was in it too, right? It said that. So come down a few verses to verse 7. 
Now therefore, are there elapsed an interval of about three hours. It's three hours past. And his wife came in, not knowing what had happened. And Peter responded to her, Tell me whether you sold the land for such and such a price. Is this the price? And she said, Oh, yeah, yeah, that's the price. Well, I mean, it wasn't, right? I mean, she was in on it with him. Then Peter said to her, Why is it that you have agreed together, you know, with your husband to put the Spirit of the Lord to the test? Behold, the feet of those who have buried your husband are at the door, and they will carry you out as well. And immediately she fell at his feet and breathed her last. Is there such a thing as a sin unto physical death? Yeah, and that's what 1 John 5, 16 is talking about. It's not talking about losing your salvation because you did some sin. Now, you might think that this is a bad sin here. They lied to God, it said. They lied to the Holy Spirit. Isn't that bad? Well, yeah, it is bad, but you're not going to lose your eternal salvation over it, right? <laughs> you may die a premature physical death. Are there any other examples of people committing a sin unto death in the Bible? Well, sure, Moses, Numbers 20, they're in the wilderness, and uh, they need some water. And the Lord said, speak to the rock. Speak to the rock. And the rock will release a spring of water. Right? But what did Moses do? He struck the rock. And as a result, he was not permitted to allow or allowed to enter the land. He died prematurely. So it was a sentence of death. In this case, the, the, the sentence was already there, but the, the judgment, the execution of it, didn't happen until he had seen the promised land because God made a promise that he would see it, but he wouldn't pass into it. So he was under a sentence of death. He got right up to the border of the land, and then he died. Okay, sentence of death. Okay. Delayed in the judgment, but it was a sentence because of the, he hit the rock, and he didn't speak to the rock. Hophni and Phinehas, these guys down at the temple in 1 Samuel 2 and 4, they were doing some drastic things as far as their management of the people and the sacrifices at the temple. And um, the Lord told Samuel that your sons will both die on the same day. And they went into battle with the Philistines in chapter 4, and they were both killed in battle. It was a sin unto death because of what they were doing. Now, God used what might be considered a natural circumstance, war, okay, to bring about that death, but that's a little different than Ananias and Sapphira that just fell over. But in any case, they're, both sinning, they're all sin unto death. Achan, Joshua 7, you know, God told him to go into Jericho and to not take any of the war booty, none of the spoil, right? That all belonged to the Lord, but what did Achan do? He got some gold, he got a special robe, and he went to his tent and he buried these things. And his family had full knowledge. I mean, how, how can you bury, you know, in the middle of your tent, you know, all these items and your family not know? And it's, it indicates they all knew. And then, of course, the Lord said, hey, someone has disobeyed me. If you're going to, you know, and now you've gone to battle up at another city, I, and the reason you were defeated at the I is because this person that's among the camp, has rebelled against me. And so they were, you know, selected each tribe and then family, and it was all narrowed down, and then it was discovered that Achan was the one who'd taken the money, and then they all died. Because it was a sin unto death, okay? Sin unto death, I think, has basically three, three requirements that have to be met for it to be classified as a sin unto death, okay? At least in studying all these sections on sin unto death. One is it has to be a public sin. It's not private things. It's just like Achan, you know, it was a 
public thing in that he stole it in the midst of all Israel. Okay. Uh, Moses, he, where did he do the hitting of the rock? Is in front of all Israel. Ananias and Sapphira, they were doing this in front of the apostles and the whole church. Oh, yes, this is all the money. Look at us. We're so great. The second criteria, so first it has to be public. Second, it has to be directly against the command of God. Directly against, or direct, let's just say directly against God. Moses struck the rock, but the rock was, who was, what did the rock signify? Christ. It was a direct sin against Christ, against God. Okay? Same thing with Ananias and Sapphira. He said, you have not lied to men, but you have lied to God. Okay, they're directly against God. Okay, so that's the second criteria for a sin and a death. And um, I can't remember the third one right now. My memory uh, <laughs> slips. That's what happens when you go 48. Okay, so um, I'll think of it in a minute. But basically, there is a sin unto death, but the death that's being referred to is physical death. It's not talking about losing your salvation or in what we might call spiritual death, right? So any passages that talk about that, like Ananias and Sapphira and Moses, did these people lose their salvation? No. Commandment. It has to be a command. Yeah, a command. Like in this case, do not lie. In the other case, you know, speak to the rock. Okay, so it has to be a direct command. Thank you for joining us today on Beyond the Walls with Jeremy Thomas. If you found the lesson insightful, please consider subscribing below so that you don't miss any additional teachings from Jeremy. And if you're looking for additional resources or additional formats, links are in the description below. But above all, we want you to be encouraged and exhorted by the very Word of God. We hope that Jeremy is opening it up to you in a way that makes it even more understandable than what you've known in the past. So until next time, take care.